Welcome to your Life and Restaurant Podcast, the podcast of restaurant owners, by restaurant owners, for restaurant owners, where together we discover a better life, balance, and profits. Here is your host, Jose Pepe Lamas. Hello, welcome my restaurant heroes. Welcome to another episode of your life and restaurant. This is episode 47. 47 and 23 for the year. We're almost done with the year. Christmas is almost here. It's five days away. I hope you're doing all your shopping. I hope you're staying busy at work. And I hope you got your goals ready to go as soon as January one. Hits our calendars. We have a great episode for you today. It's all about journaling. The power of journaling and why it's a habit that you need to pick up. If you already do it, wonderful. If you don't, I would strongly suggest you pick up this habit of of journaling. I like to do it in the morning, get it out of the way. Some people like to do it at night. I would really like to do it morning and night. I think that would be the ideal. But so far, I'm actually doing it in the morning. And I would encourage you to pick up this habit. It's a very, very important habit for you to have. And also, there's this thing called best practices, right? If you want to do what great people do... If you want to become a great person, do what great people do. If you want to become a great restaurant, do what great restaurants uh, do. If you want to be skinny, you got to do what skinny people do. If you want to be rich, you got to do what rich people do. And one of the things, uh, journaling is a very important practice for successful people. So if you want to continue on this path of success, I encourage you to start journaling every day. And I'm going to tell you more what I journaling has done for me and what it will do for you as well one of the things that that journaling does is that you're able to think on paper it's not good to keep things in the head and that's what journaling does as you journal every single day about what's going on in your life what's going on in your business what's going on in with your family what's going on in your relationship what's coming up you're able to think on paper you're putting thoughts down on paper where you can see them taking it off your mind and you're putting them down on paper and this is very good to do that's what has brought me down it you pick up with ideas you write down those ideas because ideas in the mind we we get a thousand of ideas a day right tons of ideas a day and sometimes if we don't write them down they disappear and journaling helps you write down those ideas helps you write down any struggles, anything that's going on. And that's what it allows you to do. It allows you to think on paper. It has this record. And more importantly, you have this record as you pick up this habit of of years, of years. And later down the road, you're going to be able to reflect back on those years. And also what's very important, you're you're already leaving a legacy for your family, for your children, for your grandchildren. Imagine having journals from your 
great grandparents or from your grand. Imagine how how valuable that would be. And you have to start that if you wish you had you had read a, uh, the journal from your granddad. Well, do that. Start start this year. Start picking up that thing and. You're living your thoughts. You're living what you're learning, the lessons you have learned, the struggles, how you over, how you overcame obstacles, how life was, and this is all learning experiences. And it's wonderful at the end of our life that we have journals that could help our family or could help others, plain and simple. And and it's a very easy practice. I I do five minutes a day. Five minutes of the day at the beginning of my day, and it's very it's a very good thing to to think on paper. Another of the the things that have helped me with is uh, is with your mental health. Journal helps your mental health. You're able to write down in 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 this these papers. You're able to write down any frustration you have. Any emotions you're you're carrying, any anger, any dislike, any upsets, any disappointments, any successes as well. And it really helps with your mental health. I remember reading the biography of Winston Churchill. Winston Churchill was a great leader during World War II. He was able to carry the the Western allies over the Axis powers of uh, of World War Two of the Nazis and and he was a he was a great wartime leader and and one of the habits he had he used to write letters he used to write letters and uh, where he would express frustrations you know if somebody if he didn't if, so, if somebody didn't treat him good or if he thought some some people should have done that he would write letters where he would. Say his true feelings, but obviously he was a diplomat. He couldn't, he couldn't really say those things sometimes, and he would just write the letters but never send them out. And this, it's also that's what journaling is about. Journaling is, is, is very personal. You have to be able to put what you really feel in there, but it helps you process. It helps you gaining that mental health. It helps you. Restaining your emotions, and sometimes uh, we the people sometimes confuse feelings with emotions, right? Sometimes when uh, the things happen, let's say you got in an argument, you feel at that moment with an emotion, angry or sad or cry. That's the emotion. That's that's that instant. But then the feeling is up to us. The feeling is up to us to manage that feeling. Sometimes the fight could have happened a long time ago and we're still carrying that feeling. That disappointment happened a long time ago and we're still carrying the feeling. The emotion is long gone, but the feeling has not healed. And journal can help you with that healing process. Journal can help you forgive, forgive others, and sometimes even forgive ourselves. And it's so important, this this journal, it's it's a, it's very it's a very personal aspect, as I said. And it can help you get rid of all those frustrations. Can help you heal. Can help you see things in a new way. That's one of the things that has helped me with with um, journaling. 
It's also very good to to be grateful in it. Also be grateful. We have a lot to be grateful. Even if we're just living in America or if you're living in a in a Western democracy, there's a lot to be grateful for. If you can go to work, if you can uh, have the opportunity to become rich and make money and live with your family and, and able to walk down the street and practice your religion and buy what you want to buy and say what you want to say, you know, the land of the free. That's a lot to be grateful, just getting up today this morning and breathing, walking. You know, sometimes a lot of things we take for granted and the journal can help us also be grateful. Express our gratitude towards others as well. Be grateful for our family. Be grateful for for our customers. Be grateful for our employees. Be grateful for our suppliers. Be grateful for our landlords. You know, it it's very good. It's a very good practice. The third thing that has helped me with is um, the journal has helped me is track your growth and your progress. It helps you track. How are you becoming? Are you reaching your goals? Are you struggling with a goal? Maybe you need to do this. What has worked? What has not worked? What would you done differently? All of these things help your journal helps you track that. Am I doing what I'm I said I would do after the January has passed? Am I sticking to my goals? And be real with yourself. Is this helping? Is this not helping? This is where you could pour out your heart. And it can help you towards your growth and your progress. Because the goal every year is to be different, a different person than the year you were before. I want you to sit here December 2023 and be a different person than you are now. Even just as simple as picking this journaling habit will change your life. And it's simple. And a lot of times we forget is that what's simple to do is also simple not to do. It's not complicated. We overcomplicate things. We make things harder than should should they should be. A journal's very expensive, very inexpensive. Is the the thing is just getting into a habit of doing it. That's what's hard. But it will change you. It will change your core. It will change who you are. And believe me, after a year doing it, you're going to want to keep doing it again. It's one of those that... It's like physical exercise. Once you start becoming very active and you, you, you do... Exercise has become... A habit. Reading has become a habit. You have become a reader. You have become a physical person. Same thing with journal, journaling. You will become a person that journals. And, and you want it. And you look for it. Because it helps. Really helps. You think on paper. It helps with your mental health. You track your growth and progress. And it's something that I believe if you do this for the next year of your life in 2023 you're gonna keep doing it you're gonna be buying that journal and you you're gonna be ready to go how i started on this journaling i had heard about it i I'm, I'm maybe for some of you this might be new for some of you might be you have heard of how the journaling practice can help and for me i started with 
uh, this journal is called the Five Minute Journal. You can, uh, look it up online. It's the Five Minute Journal. I think it's twenty five, thirty dollars. Can't remember. It's a very simple journal. If you not where to start with, I would suggest you start with this journal. It helps you journal when sometimes you don't know what to do. And it basically tells you what are you grateful for, what are your objectives, what have you learned, things like that. It gives you inspirational quotes. And I did this for about, you could buy them six months in advance, I believe. I did this for about two years. And uh, it's great at the beginning. It's very helpful to jumpstart that habit. And I would suggest if you don't know where to start, if you you think you're not a writer, if you've never done anything like this, it would be a good good place to start. And I'm sure there's other journals like this, not not just that one, that kind of ask you questions, that, that help you start that dialogue in your journal. And it helped me start this this practice. Then in um, after that, I just got a blank journal, and I'm actually enjoying it more. But as I said, this was after two years of doing the other journaling. And this past year, I decided to try a new a new scheduling sheet, a new so and it came with a journal for for planning out your day, and it came with a journal as well. And I did it like that this year, and it was similar to the five-minute journal where it asked you questions, what's going on in your life, what are you grateful, what are recent re- what are recent wins, and stuff like that. And I did it, but I found myself that I enjoy more the blank journals. That's not a personal, but I think if you're just starting, it's good to get these journals that get the conversation going. The point is to to pick up this habit, you know, and and really become a person that that the journals. As a bonus, before I leave you today, I I was thinking about journaling today, and um, it's important for your. That's personal, right? Personal level, and you could write anything in that journal. But I also suggest if you're not familiar with this, you should also have a work journal. And it's not a journal like the one that we're talking about where you uh, talk about mental health and you track your growth and progress. It's a journal of occurrences. And I got this idea about two years back when sometimes I would miss two days of work. And I don't know if this happens to you. And I'm sure it does because we're all small restaurant owners or small restaurant leaders. Sometimes you miss two days of work and you come in and you're like... What the heck happened? Like so much things went on, so much thing, and you just feel kind of blindsided sometimes, and that you you didn't really know what was going on. You weren't on the loop, and that would happen with me sometimes. That the days I wouldn't go in, my father would be there, and then I wouldn't see him, and then all this craziness went when, or or vice versa with him. He would go take two weeks off, and then it's like all these new developments, right? So I'm like, how can I fix that? And I came up with the idea of having a manager journal, a an owner journal, a an incident journal or something like that, where you kind of just log in and you don't have to write on it every day if nothing happens every day. 
But it's kind of it's a similar journal where you just write things that happen and you stay up to date. Oh, we had this big catering order. Oh, we ran out of this dish today. Uh, so and so didn't come in today. You know, and and the benefits of this is that you stay up to date, and you also write what's coming up. Oh, we have we're gonna be close Christmas Day. Do I need to call call off some people? Do I need to bring in some people? So you write stuff like that, and then anybody could pick up that journal. Being your managers, if you have an assistant manager, or if you have a co-owner, or you have anybody else, or like me, me and my father, we both pick it up and see see what's going on, see what happened. Were there any incidents I should be aware of that maybe I didn't see? So you write that down in that journal. It's it's like an incident journal. And also, it's good for compliance purposes, you know. It's good for, you know, documenting if, if somebody called off, documenting if there was any accidents. And um, I'm not an HR professional, but if I took HR courses in, in, in college and I'm gonna give I'm I'm gonna give you my course in in three rules, and I remember this. And I in in this HR course, I had this old school uh, professor where he would just he wouldn't open the textbook, right? He would just speak. And he was also an arbitrator. He was an older gentleman, and that 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 class was very hard because. He would just lecture from, you know, experience and just kind of read what the chapter was. And he would just lecture off of it. But then when we took the test, uh, there was a lot of stuff from the book that he didn't even go over. But anyways, the most rules I could say, and just to sum it up with this for HR, is that he said there are three rules for HR. Number one, everything is job related. Number two, document everything. And number three, oh my God. So he basically says, if you don't do those two things, you're going to be in the oh my God. So basically, everything's job related and document everything. And that's something small owners don't do. And the journal that I'm talking about right now, the log incident journal, it could help you start those. But Sino, you should always be writing down when people call off sick. You should always be writing down if you had to discipline somebody. You should always be writing down if there's any incidents, any cuts, any anything that happened. Because you need this to protect yourself. And uh, paper is king. You need that evidence. You need to supply that evidence. And it's better. And... Um, since we have done it, it, it's easier for us. And we see which em- employees miss days and what certain days they miss, right? And you also find out when they're calling sick. You find out how many hours of sick pay have they got, when if they took their vacation. So all of this needs to be documented. And the incident journal could help with that. Obviously, it needs to be separate. So, for example, let's say today somebody called in sick. I'll write it down so-and-so called in sick, but then I also have to go and do a more legit write-up of what happened, what what employee, what was the shift date, how did they communicate that, what were the consequences, and, and so on and so forth. So it's a very good practice to pick up, remember. But I think it sums it up perfectly with what we're talking about, about journaling, about not just thinking on paper and actually writing things down. 
So just in review, I want to tell you personal journal. It'll help you think on paper. It'll help you with your mental health, your frustrations, your emotions, your feelings. And it will also help you track your growth and progress. The incident journal at work can help you stay up to date. You write what's coming up and it's also great for compliance purposes. Finally, before I leave you, I had a conversation with a it's a, a good friend of mine. We become good good friends and he's also in the restaurant industry. His name is Jorge George. I'm giving him a shout out right here. And he texted me the other day that he heard my podcast and about giving and he loves to volunteer. And I give him props for that. I wish I would do more, more volunteering myself. And he said is volunteering can volunteering be a part of your giving goal. And how would I, he asked me, how was that, can that be part of your giving goal? And how would I measure that? How would I, what would be the measure for that? And I said, yes, of course, it could be part of your giving goal. I think that's a very good point because a lot of us donate our time. And as he said, sometimes our time is more valuable than even our money. And not only, I think what's great about volunteering is that you actually feel your giving, you know, because we could donate to an organization. We could donate money to a pet shelter or, or kids or but it's different when you're actually doing it. If you're actually feeding people, if you're actually giving out toys and you're seeing the people, you feel you're giving more. So volunteering is a great, great um, way to do that. So then I said, okay, if you want to give out 10%, 5% of your money, as I have suggested before, 1%, then just say, okay, I'm a, I am make, just for easy numbers, I make $20 an hour. I volunteer five hours. That's $100 I gave away. And I said, that's, you can do that as well. So that's another form of giving. If you, if you volunteer and maybe you, you're not finding yourself being able to give 10% yet of your of your money, but you can give some time and you can volunteer and help others, then I think that you can also track that as a mo- it has also a monetary number. And you just do it like that. But thank you. Thank you, George. And uh, thank you for asking that question. And also, I would like to remind you, if you want to ask questions, you could just go to my website, yourlifeandrestaurant.com. Go under the contact tab and it will send a direct message to me where I would just address the question here and and give you my two cents. Thank you. I hope uh, you start journaling next year. I hope you start that incident log at your work. I hope you start giving more. And I really want to wish you a, a very good 2023. I have one more podcast to go. My goal is to do 24 this year. So I have one more podcast to go. I still haven't decided. Uh, I was recently, I talked to a, a career career coach, life coach, whatever you want to call it. And he was helping me on and how I want to grow this podcast. And he was telling me, he was, he encouraged me to go one a week. Because he asked me, how long are you doing the podcast? I said, every two weeks. And he encouraged me to go one a week. And it's something I'm thinking about it. And I haven't decided yet if I want to go one a week. I'm Currently, I'm doing it twice a month. I'm thinking maybe a good in-between will be three times a month. Maybe the first three weeks of the month. I'm still deciding on that. But that's going to be more content for you. It's 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 a challenge for me because it, it is a challenge uh, coming up with all of this. I 
once you start podcasting, uh, at first it's easy. You have all these things. But then, I mean, this is the 47 podcast. We have talked about different subjects and it's kind of easy for me because I love talking and I have always told you this is not scripted. It's never been scripted. It just comes from the heart. It comes from the soul. It's like having a conversation and that's why I love podcasts because it's so personal. Wherever you hear them, it's just that person talking into your ear. And um, I, I want to continue. I, I hope people keep subscribing. I hope keep, keep their downloads. And more importantly, I, I hope I'm actually making an impact and I'm, I'm bringing some meaning and I'm, this is significant to others. So thank you very much. One more podcast to go for this year. And uh, until next time.